I mean, there's just seven of us at high rise. There's actually only two of us on the support team. So it's just two of us doing this. And, but we can affect hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people um, by just taking the moment to do this. So instead of having those account managers and having those hour long demos and all those things that so many of our, um, you know, the people in our space do, this is just a great way for us to build those relationships um, in the best way that we can. I'm Chase Clemens. Welcome back to the Support Ops Hangout. This is the show that helps you deliver a better support experience to your customers. Now, our crew has some of the best support pros in the business. So before we dive into this week's topic, let's go ahead and make sure you know everybody. Carolyn's out from her Instagram. It looks to be just some sort of beautiful vacation somewhere. All the rest of us got stuck with some sort of uh, eclipse or whatnot here in the States. It was, you know, it was there. It was okay. Right, Chase? How, uh, how was the, the eclipse day for uh, for you? It was good. We had 100% uh, totality here. So it was uh, a cool, probably once in a lifetime uh, experience. And then as you say that, Jeff just is shaking his head. Jeff Benson from Wistia, how's, uh, how's things there? Oh, it's great. We didn't get totality, so I'm just, I'm just dying inside. But uh, <laughs> it sounds like Chase had a really cool once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I'm, I'm very happy for him. I kind of want that as a T-shirt, you know? Eclipse 2017, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, as quoted from Chase Livingston. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> And then with Carolyn out, we have a special guest this week, Allison from over at High Rise. How are you? I'm well, Chase. Thank you. Also from the land of 100% totality. See, what other podcast out there are you going to get two people that were right smack dab in totality? Riding that totality high. <laughs> <laughs> now, for uh, folks that don't know you or what High Rise uh, is, can you kind of give us a, a quick little bit about it? Absolutely. So we just simply say that high rise is a simple CRM and that's it. Now I like to, I would joke with you, Chase, that you can probably uh, do high rise support better than I can still <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah, high rise, uh, just basic, simple CRM. We kind of pride ourselves on that. Um, spun off from the good fine folks at Basecamp. Has it been three years now? Maybe two years? Three years. Three years? Yeah. That's right. Nate talked about that this past weekend. Yeah, three years. Um, so we're, we call ourselves kind of sister companies. So we're in the Basecamp family still in a lot of very strange ways. But yeah, um, just High Rise, a very basic, simple CRM. Um, we are very, very on into the whole relationship thing, um, you know, just to get you up and going really quick and easy with all those relationships that you need to uh, take care of. It's funny. It's still the, uh, the CRM I use. Not because it's, I mean, it's also very, very great. But I think for me, it was always like so simple. When we joked about like having to support high rise, it's really not hard. I mean, it's one of the few apps out there that you literally just like open up and start working at. It's yeah. Really yeah. You say that. And then there's always that one nook or cranny that'll be like, um, what? <laughs> What in the world did Outlook 2003 do to this email? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Just to, you know, um, it is, as, we like to think it's as simple as it gets. So that makes, um, makes our jobs easy and hard all at the same time. All right. So on uh, this episode, it's brand new series time, which is always a, uh, a fun kind of like Christmas morning moment around here. Maybe not as exciting as Christmas morning, but close. Close to it. So what we want to talk about with this series is all of the onboarding that goes on when a customer signs up. 
so when a customer signs up for your product, you want to give them the, the best possible onboarding experience that you can because the better your product sticks, the more they actually use it, the better their life becomes from, from having met your app and, and started using it, then the more likely they are to convert in the end and actually start giving you some money. So with this series, we're going to take a look at basically best practices and ideas for helping every customer learn your product and then convert to that paying customer. On this particular episode, we, we want to start kind of at the very beginning. When, when you go to sign up for a free trial, and I think all of our apps are free trials, right? In there, yeah. So when you go to sign up for that free trial, one of the first things that you're going to get is some kind of, of message, some kind of email uh, that is welcoming you to the product and, and all that good stuff. So um, we want to take a look at that, that first message there, that first kind of introduction, that first welcome and, and all that fun stuff. Um, one of the kind of the... So I should say, back around Christmas, I got really bored and decided to sign up for a couple of different apps. I think it was like a dozen or so, just to kind of see how everybody did it, just to kind of see that onboarding experience. And one of the first things that I found was that a lot of, uh, a lot of companies out there will send you an email and sign it from a specific person, usually the CEO, um, but sometimes from, from other people. So Jeff, I want to start with, with you on this. Um, when when you've got a team that's sending out those kind of welcome emails, does it matter if it comes from a specific person or is it okay if it just comes from like a generic, you know, the Wistia team kind of thing? Oh boy. Uh, well, as usual, I'm not asking you to like, like cite statistics or anything like that. I'm just saying, what does Wistia do? This is what I would say. Um, if your company is fairly small and uh, you can you can theoretically keep up with the responses that you're getting. Uh, then I say I think see, coming from the CEO feels really great. CEO or some person that feels like a founder, super important person, because you get that email, and you're probably signing up for something that you feel like is fairly new, and and you get that email and you think like, wow, they really care about me signing up, and my feedback is actually going to have an impact. If I get an email from Marketo's CEO, or even Basecamp CEO, Jason Fried, I'm pretty for sure that he didn't actually send that email. And the more confidence I have that he didn't send it, the less likely I am for that to be a positive brand experience, right? There's, I, I can't remember, oh, I think it was Joel from Buffer who was sending those and people were responding saying things like, I know this is a robo email, you know, some sort of robot automated email, but I did want to give you some feedback and then he actually had the, you know, blocked out the time to respond to a bunch of them and was able to make people's day by saying like, oh, no, I'm actually listening to this. And I think that's really great feedback. If that's something you can dedicate yourself to and you actually have the bandwidth to do it, terrific. If, if it's to the point that there's no way that that could be real, then I don't, I don't think you're adding much to the brand by doing it. You should reply to that one from Jason. He'll, he'll, he'll send you an email. I, I will now because I, I mean, who wouldn't want to email with Jason? Hallison <laughs> uh, uh, with Highrise, Nate. It's been a while, but I remember seeing an article where it was like Nate went through and actually sent an email every morning down to like he would customize it with like what was going on in his life that day, what was going on with the team, what the weather was. Like it was, it was hardcore. This was from Nate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we still do that every single day. 
Um, we're making slight modifications now with the sort of video onboarding that I'm doing that I know that we'll probably talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Nate from his email address emails every single new sign up from HiRise. Um, HiRise has a bulk email tool. So we use that to help, you know, all of our new, uh, you know, users come into that and then he sends an email. But one thing that we do that I don't know why more people don't do, or maybe they do and they just don't talk about it is we include it. So Nate and um, myself and Chris, we all kind of send emails throughout the onboarding process and we'll take the extra two or three minutes a day to just personalize it to that day. Um, Nate kind of started that and the rest of us follow along with him. And it makes a huge difference because people reply to those emails and it, you know, it takes no time when you're sending a bulk email to just add, you know, the template goes in, we're, you know, big believers in like the plain, whole plain text thing. So the template goes in, he'll either add his bit to the top or the bottom. I usually add mine to the bottom. Um, and yeah, it goes from his email address with a different personalized message every single day. Is that one where like, um, so you mentioned it's, it's you, Nate, and Chris. Is it mm-hmm. like you've got certain days of the week or is it like Nate's out today so you're going to take care of it? Like how do you if get he, to that? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off there. Um, <laughs> it's the sun. It's doing very crazy things to our brains today. We stared at it for too long. Um, so if Nate's out, he'll actually just pick it back up tomorrow. Um, there are days where one doesn't go out because it's not automated. Like we do all this by hand. Um but yeah, so Chris and I factor in. So Chris is my um, amazing, amazing sort of, we're the support duo at High Rise. Um, and when we are, one of us is on the queue every week and one of us is off. And the one that is off the queue handles all of the onboarding emails that week. And so the, we go behind the email that Nate sends and kind of follow up in a chain from there. Um, so yeah, so it's either from him or from us, but all of those get sent from our personal addresses with that personalization and that whole bit. So Chase with automatic, it's again, you're the, at a bigger company <laughs> that, that Jeff was talking about, you know, um, does, do you have to know if Matt sends out those emails? I am 99% sure that no, Matt does not <clears throat> send those emails out. Um, I think, for most of the emails, at least the ones that I've seen, um, it's either just from like the happiness engineers at automatic or occasionally we use like a particular, just randomize a particular like uh, HE or something like that and, and send out their photo with um, the email maybe or something like that. Yeah, I was trying to, so I was going back through my email earlier, like looking for stuff I've gotten from wordpress.com and it was mostly, it was like the WordPress team, the automatic mm-hmm. team, like that kind of stuff, which again, like, like Jeff mentioned, you know, when you get to a certain size, you just, it just feels like you kind of have to, because I'm sure like at y'all's size, you're powering a third of the internet or whatever crazy number you're at now. So it's, it's kind of impractical. Right. Yeah. I think, um, people would definitely realize that Matt doesn't have the time to send out those emails uh, every day to however many new users plus, you know, upgraded users or, or whatever. So yeah, that doesn't, I mean, occasionally Matt will hop on live chat. So there's a chance you might uh, be able to live chat with him at some point, but no, he doesn't, doesn't definitely doesn't take the time to send out those emails anymore. And that's when Jeff just went over to live chat and just stalks over there waiting for Matt. Oh, no, I've been waiting for so long. Um, I think, What I would add to this in terms of framework is I think it depends on what you want to get out of the email. If you want people to reply, having it come from the team or the happiness team 
is probably not going to get as many replies just psychologically as it has having it come from a random teammate, right? Like the random auto assigner. We did something like that for people who uh, forgot to update their credit cards when they were expiring and then they would get canceled. We would follow up with a random, you know, as a randomized uh, team uh, member. And we got so many more replies from people who were saying, yep, totally boneheaded mistake. I thought I had updated all of our, you know, credit card info. I just missed this service. My bad. As opposed to when it came from the team, we got almost no replies. It's crazy. You just, just as people, I think we respond to people who reach out. So if you want someone to get back to you, then having it come from a person, I think is good. If your main goal is to convey information, then I, I think having it come from the team is not a bad thing. I don't keep track of like the individual people who have sent me, um, those like onboarding or, or bootcamp series emails from different services I've signed up for. But, uh, but when somebody sends me some sort of uh, something they want me to follow up on, if it comes from a specific person, I, I just feel more compelled. Yeah. That's one of the things where, so for us at Basecamp, um, there are some that, that Jason signs. There are some of the, I guess for lack of a better word, like the transactional ones you were talking about, Jeff, the billing and all that, that's just team, you know, the Basecamp team and whatnot. But those first onboarding emails, we try to get those from a person um, just to to make it a bit more personalized. I think the key for us was uh, make sure that, that any reply that that's happening there actually does get handled by, it sounds so dumb, but actually does get handled by a real person, right? Like if they hit reply, so if an email is signed from Jason and they hit reply and then all of a sudden they get an autoresponder about how to get in touch with us, like boom, busted. Like you're not, that, that flow is not going to work. Whereas uh, with some of the onboarding emails we've done, we've, we've had them signed from me. We've had them signed from uh, Tony on our team. Um, and all of those get get directed right into a help scout mailbox where if Tony's working that day, then Tony can reply to him. If Tony's out on vacation, then it's easy for me to step in and be like, Hey, Tony's on vacation right now, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. Here's the answer for the question you're looking for. Uh, so if you're like, if it's, it's, it should be a standard rule, right? Like every email that you send when you hit reply goes right to a person, but it's not for some reason for some companies. I just, I don't get that one. And so, Allison, one of the reasons that we wanted you on this episode was those, those videos that you were talking about earlier. Um, I'll make sure to link up the, the post in the show notes, but there was one where you were talking about you do individual videos. Like, when we say personalized videos, I want to, like, let the audience know, like, it is if Chase signs up for Rise, Chase gets a video from you where you say Chase and give me an update, which yeah. is really cool. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I feel I haven't done one since Friday. So I feel a little I took I was off today. So it's like my whole brain has not uh, comprehended like three days with no welcome videos. But yes, every day I take yesterday's signups to high rise and um, send them individual welcome videos. Now there's certain caveats to that. Um, I filter out most non-English speaking countries because to me it's pretty offensive to send someone a message that they might not be able to understand whereas a text-based email it's a lot easier to translate that type of thing um so I whittle it down that way and do a couple of other things but yeah I I, um address them by name which we all know is like the most important thing that any human being can ever hear is their own name um and 
I've looked at their account in high rise. I've so what they've done so far in the 24 to 48 hours since they signed up. Um, if they have a domain, like, so they didn't sign up with a Gmail address. If they have a, a work address. I look up their domain. I try and see where they are and what they do. And I just address all that. It's usually about a minute long, um, offering help from, you know, can I help you get contacts imported into your account, which is the basis of high rise in the first place. Um, on down to, I'm trying really hard, Chris and I both, to be as proactive in everything that we do as possible. And part of that is we know people come to us to solve a really specific problem that they're having, um, you know, usually communication-based. And so I just ask people, like, what problem did you have that made you want to look for a CRM? Uh, let's talk about it. And then that way we can, when they email back, we can, you know, kind of get them down a path of saying, okay, well, you know, this thing, you can do this thing and this thing and this thing, and that will solve that problem. Um, and it's been really great. So yeah, I mean, I take, it usually takes me about an hour a day and that's very chunked up. You know, I do five here, five there. Um, I do them a lot when I'm walking around the neighborhood and yeah, address someone by name, talk to them about their problems, where they are, what they're doing, and just make them have that start off human connection. And uh, it's been really incredible. So you mentioned it's like while you're out walking the neighborhood, like mm-hmm. it, just some app on your phone, or are you hitting like the camera app or? Yeah. So there's an app that kind of kickstarted all of this. First of all, I have to, I stole this idea and I hate to um, not give props to the person I stole the idea from. So my buddy, Matt Raglan, who works at this great company called ConvertKit, he's the one who turned me on to it. Um, he lives here in Nashville and we had, we kind of have like an open dialogue about, you know, just sharing ideas and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, I've started doing this and it's really great. I've been doing it for a couple of days. And I was like, I want in. Um, and so it's an app called Bonjour. Joro and it's all on my phone and I just queue up a list of email addresses and I have my own little weirdo system for how I kind of go through them all and yeah so when I'm out walking or you know if I want to stand up from my desk for five minutes I'm like I'll just bang out five videos real quick put my phone in front of my face do them send them done and I do between 30 and 60 a day and um, yeah it's been (laughs) amazing. 30 or 60 a day, a minute a pop, that's, so it's like what, like an hour or two out of your day? Yeah, yeah. And it's stuff that we need to know anyway, right? Like we need to know who's signing up for our product. Um, we, we need to have a better idea of who these people are and what they do because that affects everything we do from the message before they get to us to how we talk socially. And, you know, for Highrise, I'm sure you know this, Chase, like the breadth of people that use this app is vast. And so just learning more about, you know, the construction company to the teacher, to the nonprofit, to all these different types of people who are using our app, uh, to me really brings a, a, a kind of special cognizance and a realness to these people that are quote unquote coming through our door every day um, and makes everything human, you know, from learning about who they are to them learning about who we are, you know? And so Jeff with Wistia, uh, this is one of the cool things that I got an email about, I guess a couple of weeks ago that kind of prompted the whole new series idea. Anyways, um, uh, one of the, one of your team members over Wistia had taken the time to do a personalized email for uh, the, the, our Wistia account 
owners, I guess, or admins or whatnot. Like I was on it and Sean was on it. I, I, I don't know how, how you pick, but anyways, same kind of thing. Like it was, they were reaching out just to let us know, like if we had specific questions, if we wanted to talk things over with video or whatnot, um, like we could reply and set up a call or email or whatever. But again, same kind of concept. It was the, that personal video where it was by name personalized. So what, what's that about with Wistia? We believe in building a relationship. Uh, we think that's super important. I mean, so, I mean, with software, not to go on a diatribe, but like software, so many things are easy to replicate. They all work pretty close to the same. Uh, and we're in that space too, right? We're in a space where there's a bunch of different options and a lot of customers come to us and they're like, kind of hard to tell the difference. You know, do I just go by feature list or what do I do here? Because I don't know video that well. And uh, that kickstarted, I mean, this was a few years ago, but that kickstarted the hypothesis of um, if we could use video to create that relationship um, so that people could say, okay, anybody can send an email. And really anybody could write down, uh, oh, here's a couple relevant things about my day. But when they really have to go on camera (laughs) and say those things, you're communicating at just another level of bandwidth. Right. Uh, Nader Allison puts in their emails like I'm feeling a little down today because, uh, you know, whatever. It's like the start of the week or like it's getting a little colder here. Right. And you can see in the background like leaves are falling and it it feels like fall. Um, You identify with that. Um, So we're we're very interested in that area. We've been experimenting with it for a while. Um, uh, So, yeah, a lot more to a lot more to come on that. I'll cut my diatribe off there. (laughs) Uh, Chase, does so if you want to sign up for Wistia, sign up for, for Highrise or whatever, is that kind of personalized video more likely to like help you make that connection? Or is it like you're just uh, like as a customer, what, what are you thinking at that point? Yeah, I think that I don't honestly, I haven't signed. Well, I signed up for Highrise a long time ago and I think that was long before um, these personalized videos were happening. So I unfortunately did not receive one. Maybe I'll make a new account just so I can get one. I'll send um, you one anyway. Oh, okay, great. Well, then I don't tomorrow even morning, to do consider it done. Um, and uh, same for Wistia. Maybe I should do that too. Anyway, um, I think it would, yeah, help me make a connection. I, you know, I just like everybody, like we've been talking about, have always received the, you know, the personalized emails, but we all know how easy that is to do uh, programmatically. It's not necessarily a um, a thing that somebody has actually, you know, sat down and taken their own time to to do. Um, so I think for me, yeah, it would definitely, um, you know, make me think twice about, well, you know, maybe this is a, a tool worth paying for, you know, I, you know, this company just seems really cool. So I think if I'm going to give money to somebody, it's probably going to be these folks because they took the time to, to reach out. And, um, you know, they seem like they actually care about the business that I am hoping or planning to give them. Here's what, here's what we're learning that I, I think we're, bit, we're relearning the, the same lesson from the emails that Joel and Nate and, and Jason and others have sent out um, for a long time, which is, a lot of people have questions like super such basic questions that we wouldn't even really think to cover them in our onboarding emails. Like for example, what is a CRM and what would you use a CRM for? Um, And when you can write an email or, or create any kind of communication that feels so personal as to remove the barrier between you and the person that has that question, 
you get that, like that starts to come in. Right. And, and so we were getting people reaching out to our, our sales and success team, for example, who were on the, who were sort of on the advanced side, right? People who are reaching out saying, okay, I've been using this other solution for 10 years. I was ready for more organization and uh, richer analytics in our case. So that's why I'm upgrading to Wistia. Like, can you help me dig in on that? And so, okay, great. Like that's a, that's such an easy person for us to help out with. Cause we think about features and stuff all day. But then we go to events or we'd have people in the office and they'd be at the point of like, wait, why do I use need this? Or like, what do I use video for? And we realized that that's the, still the vast majority of people who are out there. And they're just not comfortable reaching out. They're not comfortable opening up an empty email and writing something to our support team that says, hey, I got to be honest, I'm clueless. Just most people aren't at that level of comfort. They don't want to feel like they're stupid. Um, but if you write an email that says, this stuff is hard. Right? Or you can record a video that says, I'm a real person. Like, I struggle with this stuff or, you know, I'm struggling with whatever. It just knocks those barriers down. And suddenly people are comfortable shooting off a quick reply that says, hey, Allison, like, glad to get your email. Sorry, the leaves are falling. That's my least favorite time of the year. By the way, comparing High Rise with, uh, I don't know, I don't want to throw out any names of competitors. That's not... That's not a Rolodex job. comparing high rise to a Rolodex. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I'm stuck and I'm stuck and I, I have to pitch a solution to my team and I need help. It's like such an easy way for you to get in that you probably would not have gotten earlier. So as yeah, a custom, I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry about that. I was just going to say, I think to, to add just minorly to that, you know, I, seeing someone's face and knowing that there's another human on the other side of that, I think, totally adds to that level of comfort, right? Like I'm just a normal human being. Um, I think, you know, I think it does take also maybe a little bit more of a, you know, the right kind of personality, uh, you know, just someone who warmth and smiles. And then all of a sudden you just feel, you feel welcome and you feel like, okay, I can talk about this with that person, um, which you wouldn't get in any other situation. So one of the things I want to get y'all's uh, thoughts on here with videos. So I've been on the receiving end of a couple of these now, and usually there's some language in there that, that centers around, and Allison, you mentioned this earlier, so if you want first take, go for it. Um, but centers around like, hey, I saw you signed up. I saw you did X, Y, and Z in your account. I saw, it was it was just kind of this like, you're seeing into my account and I don't know, like I didn't know you could do that. And it just becomes a little uh, creepy. It's not the right word, but it's close to the right word there. Like if I go into a store and the, the store owner is there and sees me walk over to a certain display case, and it's like, oh, do you know, like those are 25% off today. Like that, I totally get that. But if I go and sign up for a new service and somebody was like, oh yeah, I saw you uploaded five people and added in two tasks and then you sent this email to so-and-so, like I can help with what you're trying to do. That's a little creepy at that point. So how do you kind of balance out genuinely wanting to be helpful by looking at that, what somebody has done and still like keeping that level of privacy? Well, I don't go down to that level of granularity at all. That I just, I do. Yeah. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have the time to do that. Yeah. Like at that point, that is a full-time account manager type job, right? Um, I flip the switch in one of two ways. You've either imported contacts or you haven't. If you haven't, I can help you do it. If you have, 
maybe you have other contacts in different places you might need some help getting in, but that's it. I don't touch anything else because that's the hardest barrier to do in high rise is just get all of your stuff because people have information and spreadsheets and business cards and emails and it's everywhere. And it's so, but I don't like one, I don't have the time and two, you're right. It's totally creepy to be like, Hey, I saw that you added this task about this meeting you have this afternoon. Sorry to interrupt that. You know, like that's weird. Yeah. So it's just A or B in my world. It's either you haven't done this one thing and I can help you do it or you have and we can expand on that if you want to. And that's actually the shortest spot of my videos is like, yeah, you did it or no, I can help you. But what else do you need? Like, is there what specific problem are you having that we can dig into, you know, which has nothing to do with what they've already done. Um, it's total. In fact, that question has nothing to do with high rise at all, right? It's solving a problem outside of it with the help of high rise. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, no, Ooh, I, you know, and that thought never even crossed my mind. One, because it's like, why? And two, yeah, that would make people really uncomfortable. Jeff, with uh, with Wistia there, you were talking about um, the analytics and all earlier. With uh, with your team, when they're sending out these videos, is is there like a switch like Allison was talking about? Like you're looking at, have they done A, have they done B? And if not, we can help? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm not up on the latest to know whether it's as binary as have you created contacts or not. There might be a number of different flags. Um, but I think at a very high level, uh, and I think most SaaS apps are like this. A lot of people sign up and don't do anything, right? There's like sort of two cohorts at a very high level. Don't do anything, do something. And we're always trying to understand from the do nothing group, like, were you a bot? Uh, did, did you realize during the onboarding process that we were the wrong fit? Um, if we can understand that group better, we could change the business dramatically being that they're, they're like 40% or some, some very high number of total signups. So it makes sense to, in some of those cases, uh, reach out through email or with video. I think it depends on your volume, which one of those you go with and try to get some more information about you signed up, you didn't do anything. Um, is there a way I can help? And so we have, I think we have dedicated resources to both of those in terms of time to create video so that we can uh, get some more data. So the last thing I want to touch on with this episode, you know, we've talked about emails, we've talked about videos. Is there anything else that y'all have seen either with your own team or with other companies that um, other, other teams are doing along these lines that again, that isn't email that isn't video. Like video seems to be like the cutting edge thing right now or whatnot, but like chase, I know automatic is going in on, on live chat um, is, is like Jetpack or, or automatic in general doing any kind of other kind of these, these first step welcome emails, videos that aren't emails or videos. So we actually, um, Jeremy from, uh, the wordpress.com team just got in touch with Jeff and, uh, some of the other folks at Wistia and we chatted about some onboarding stuff, um, for our, for both, uh, wordpress.com and Jetpack customers who upgrade to, um, our two top level plans, so premium and, uh, professional, um, they actually get the opportunity to schedule a one-on-one 30-minute session with one of our happiness engineers just to talk about their new website, if they have questions about getting their, you know, whatever features they want to use set up. Uh, pretty much, you know, open-ended as far as what the user wants to talk about. 
Um, so we're offering that to those users and that's sort of an interesting, you know, we've gained a lot of insight obviously from, um, the, the things that users have trouble with, um, through those onboarding flows, getting those new plans and features set up, uh, that kind of thing. And also it's nice just to see, um, the reasoning behind, you know, why they're purchasing, what they're purchasing, what they hope to use it for. So that can help, you know, inform our, our future decisions and, and that kind of thing. Um, and overall, I think it's been, you know, it's gone well, uh, you know, obviously the goal is, um, to help sort of reduce the churn and to help have these users stick around long term if we offer them the service. Um, we don't really put a limit either on just, you know, one call per person. If there's some, you know, they come back and email us later uh, and say, hey, I'm having trouble with this. Um, you know, there's, we have the flexibility and the the ability as an as individual happiness engineer to say, well, you know, I'd be happy to hop on another 30 minute call with you if that would be helpful. And we can, you know, screen share and um, I can walk you through this, this and that and, uh, and that kind of thing. So that's something new that we've been trying. I think overall it's been going well. We haven't been doing it um, super long, maybe four or five months at this point. So there's not a whole lot of, you know, necessarily data to back that up. We, you know, need a little bit of a longer time period to, to prove those hypotheses, but you know, it's been going well so far and I, I think it'll continue um, based on the experiences I've had. And those are just like, uh, like Skype calls that yeah, we zoom, but yeah. Um, or actually, and we've started, we've started experimenting with, uh, I think a peer dot in, which is a little bit easier even sometimes than zoom just because there's no, you know, login and downloading software and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, that was one of the things. It's it's been a while, but we, I think we did a, an A/B test along those lines, and that was the biggest blocker that I found when I was talking to people. Is like any kind of app that requires a download just for you to talk to somebody. Like, mm, nope, done. There, it's just not going to happen. So, um, I don't think Appear.in was on our radar at the time, and that was like we just kind of like ran into a hard place. It's like, mm, like what do we do, Jeff? Yeah, that seems to work pretty well. Jeff has that like thousand yard stare. So it means like something good's coming. <laughs> it's the sun. It's the sun. It's the sun and it's, it might also be the internet. Um, the sun fried the internet. Today. I was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking about um, other, other avenues that we've thought about. And I mean, this is way down the onboarding route, but um, for people who install, um, our, our mobile app, uh, we're thinking about experimenting with some push notifications that people can elect into, um, which is like well-tread territory for consumer apps. Uh, but for, for us, that, that would be brand new. And, and again, the goal would be, um, uh, come check something out for the first time and then sort of follow on if you need help to interpret the results of this we'd love to get your feedback like let's get something set up just trying to be available like at those points of value of critical value so it's not just push like here's an update from me but it's also uh for people who think that they're self-starters and then they run into that like critical moment and they're and they have no idea how to take action um can we still be available right then and you got to be choosy but um we, we we think we have a couple of ideas yeah, I know one, one other alternative that we've tried before um, that really just didn't pan out, but it was whenever you signed up, you would get a handwritten note, postcard, that kind of thing from us. And that one, like you run into a couple of different like difficulties. One, like you have no idea of like 
you can't like A-B test that, right? Like there's no way to like put a tracking pixel on the, the like note that you're sending through the mail to like, did they actually get it? Did they actually open it? Did they, you just can't. So it's purely, but that's one of the things we found out. Like if you're doing handwritten notes or welcome cards or thank you cards or that kind of thing, like you're just doing it to do it. There's no, you're not tying that in anyway. Um, and the other thing was when you have business software, you don't know that the person that signed up for the trial is the person that actually has that decision-making authority. So like you'll have like their IT team, uh, IT team signed up when actually it's like um, Sue and accounting is the one that's going to be using it every day and makes the final call. And you have no way of knowing that right up. Um, so for anyone that was like out there thinking, you know, maybe we should try handwritten notes. We've tried it. Didn't really work for us. Your mileage may vary and all that caveats, but I think it's, it's hard to tie that back to, you know, did this help move the needle with onboarding? All right. Uh, any other thoughts? Any, any last minute things? This one ran up a little bit longer than we usually do. So thanks for, uh, for our listeners for sticking around with us, but I want to make sure anything else before we, uh, we jump. Hopefully it was good. <laughs> yeah, I think the series is going to be fun. And and Allison, you were kind of perfect for the, uh, just because like when we talk about those personalized videos, I think that is kind of the next like thing that people should be doing. And it was really awesome to see Harry is like at the forefront leading that. And somebody's going to send me a note and be like, oh no, like this app from two years ago was doing it. I don't care. I didn't know about it. High Rise was the first for me. That's very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. And I will also put this out into the world that, um, because I've talked also with Jeremy at um, WordPress. Um, I use all, I'm a customer Jeremy, of all. Jeremy Duvall, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, I'm a customer of all of your apps, by the way. Um, but, yeah, if anyone out there has any questions at all, wants to try it, wants to know how what we've succeeded in, what we've failed in, I'm happy to share anything that anyone wants to know. So feel free to reach out to me anytime. And this is something I feel really passionate about. And it's a way for us to bring humanity a little bit back into what we're doing, especially at a company of our size. Um, But I think it's applicable across the board. So yeah, I just wanted to put it out there in the world that if anyone needs to talk about it, I'm here. I think so. The last thing out there, and like you mentioned, company your size. I don't see any reason why any company of any size cannot be doing this. I mean, no. you're talking like a minute for a customer. I mean, maybe it's not you're sending them out to every single customer, but there's no like there's nothing to stop Adam Automatic from doing this. This is nothing. There's nothing to stop like Amazon from doing this. Like it's I don't care like how big or small you are. Like you could do this. No, yeah. When I say of any size, I mean we don't have account managers and we never will. So this is um a really easy way and I don't I hate to use the word easy, but it's a great way for us to um make that connection without having a team of 50, 60, 100 people. I mean, there's just seven of us at High Rise. There's actually only two of us on the support team. So there's just two of us doing this. And But we can affect hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people um, by just taking the moment to do this. So instead of having those account managers and having those hour-long demos and all those things that so many of our, um, you know, the people in our space do, this is just a great way for us to build those relationships um, in the best way that we can. And one thing I, I, that just came to mind for me on that is uh, something we ran into early in early days, sending those white glove type of like onboarding emails is it sets bad expectations. People think that you're suddenly going to be available always. I think 
this is just my gut, but my gut is people who get a personalized video, they're not interested necessarily in sending a personalized video back, most people, and they don't expect you to send a personalized video every time they have a problem. Um, I think I, we also think that there's a tool for that and there's space in this in like support to be sending more video content, cuts down on, on emails, makes them more direct, um, easier to follow. But uh, I, I'm wondering if the onboarding uh, with personalized videos also reduces that like bad expectation setting where you can give people who are onboarding a great experience with the kind of like idea, they have the idea in their head from the beginning that at some point this is going to kind of run out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I will say I've sent over a thousand of these over the last couple of months and never once have I gotten any sort of reply in any chain down the way that was like, had any sort of expect outside expectations. The number one thing that I hear is this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Thank you. And that's it. And then they go right into our support funnel again, because we're very small um, and expectations are, are not a problem. It's because I think that that's all language, right? And I'm sure we could do a whole other episode about language you could use in these situations, but just saying hello, I think is, doesn't set any expectations of all at all outside of, you know, hello, human. I love it. All right. So that's our take on this one. Let us know what you think and how your company does it. It's hello at supportops.co for the email. We're at supportops on Twitter. A couple of uh, quick housekeeping notes uh, before we jump into those. Allison, thank you for being on the show because you have been absolutely fantastic. Um, HighriseHQ.com is the website. We'll have that in the show notes. Uh, Allison, for people that want to find you online, um, where's the best place to do it? Uh, my Twitter handle is just my name, Allison Groves. That's Allison with one L because my parents are rebels. So A-L-I-S-O-N-G-R-O-V-E-S. Um, that's me everywhere. Twitter, Facebook. I don't use Facebook anymore because wow. Uh, Instagram. And then my email address is Allison at com. And like I said, feel free to reach out anyway. And, um, we're here to help everyone, right? Absolutely. So we'll have all those in the uh, the show notes. Uh, housekeeping stuff. Let me mention real quick. I'm going to be in Atlanta November 6th for a subconf, one of the best support conferences around. Uh, if you're interested in how we handle future requests at Basecamp, definitely get a ticket because I'm going to be giving a talk there about it. If you just want to hang out at one of the best support conferences around, you should get a ticket. It's supportdriven.com. I think they still got some early bird tickets, so make sure to get those. If, and I'll uh, be there as well. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, there both days, right? I'm managing all the speakers. So yeah. If you're you're speaking at subcomp, you have to go through me. You're going to get my writer in a bit and it's going to be like, I want no brown (laughs) M&Ms. I used to work in the music business, so I know how to handle these situations. (laughs) Uh, Second, uh, you might've noticed that the support ups website is supporting a brand new SSL certificate and got a major speed boost on the weekend. So uh, Chase, Livingston, special fine thanks to you for all of the work that you did on that, um, as well as the uh, folks over pressable.com. Uh, look, so if you're looking for managed WordPress hosting, check them out. WordPress in general, like Chase Livingston is my go to guy, and he's absolutely fantastic for that. So if you've got questions, he's your guy now. It's, it's going to be great. Yep, I'm the, I have become known as the WordPress guy amongst uh, many folks. So I get lots of fun questions. 
see you should have like you should have a person for everything like a wordpress person a Basecamp person a high-rise person a wistia person a buffer person like you just need these people in your life i'm so uh, glad i have all those people <laughs> <laughs> and then last just a personal ask of mine if you got a free minute leave us a review on itunes or share a link to the episode on twitter facebook whatever your favorite app of choices we'd love you for it because it helps get the word out to other people that need to be listening to our show so do that for us thanks again for listening and until we see you again have an awesome week